Well, all right, hello. He, he said to himself, Pete's not here again, man. Ah, second, second week. Second week and it's second new release in a row. That's okay, we still love Pete. We still love Pete. Actually, Pete, uh, so Pete, Pete's not here. And Pete didn't go see the movie, uh, but it's not Pete's fault. In Pete's defense, um, he's okay. His family's okay. It wasn't COVID, uh, but he did have like a stomach bug, you know, or he just gave his family food poisoning. I don't know. Um, but something went through Pete's house and, and Pete wasn't able to, to go out and, and see this week's, you know, this week's cinematic adventure. So I'm joined by others. Uh, two others who have, two others and two people who have never been on the show before ever or listened to the show ever. I'm, I'm getting dirty looks. No, 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 it's, it's totally not the case. Uh, so we're joined by Brianne Serez. Hello. Hey. <laughs> and my sister, Brenna. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. So you guys are both like, you know, you just like, oh, so I, I didn't even have to ask. You like, you approached me. You're like, you know, I've got the podcast bug. Can I come be on your podcast? And I was like, ah, yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's not guess how it happened, no. but okay. <laughs> I think yeah. you very reluctantly, you felt like a sibling contract. You were yeah, like, this was an ah, obligation guess, I'm fulfilling. I, guess. I don't actually remember agreeing to this, but here we are. But here we are. Yeah. You live here, so yeah, you have. Yeah you, yeah, you actually pay the rent for this this recording studio. So in, in, a way, in a way, you are a shareholder. I think you're actually his boss. I think you're. I think, I think you. I think that's right. Yeah, that sounds right. I think right. you have to uh, <laughs> sign my paychecks. Um, so we. So we just like literally we just got back from seeing Shang Chi or Shang Chi. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure about the second half. I know it's not Shang. It's Shang. Shang Chi. I think. I think it's like a, you got to mesh chi. the CH and the chi. SH together and make a whole new sound. Because is, is it kind of like, because it's like Tai Chi. Right. And it's not Tai Chi. No. So it, I think it's Shang Chi. All right. Should have Googled it So first. we're going, we're going, what? It would have just, we just would have read it or had like. Eight. The Google pronounce. Like, yeah. How but, do you pronounce? But there's still like 200 different people who are like, you know, I. I believe it's this way, and I have a I have a master's in <laughs> different languages. Um, okay, so we just got back from seeing it, and we have not discussed it all with each other. We're also in a really echoey room, so if this episode sounds really echoey, it's my sister's fault. Um, we haven't talked about this at all. No. Um, I kind of, like, the movie ended, and I looked at both of you, and I was like, not a word. I don't want to know what you thought. I don't want to know. I don't want to know nothing. Save all your thoughts. Um, so I don't know. How, like alphabetically, I guess, Brenna, you're first. Uh, what? Barely. Bare- well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, um, I think alphabetically you're first. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, but if I start talking, neither of you are ever going to get to. Uh, would you prefer? Would you prefer I start? Like, I, I you know. Normally we have trivia. Normally Pete would do trivia, um, but I, I, I don't do that. I don't prepare trivia unless it's like a Batman movie or something that I'm like, 
you know, one of my all-time favorites. Um, but we can just, like, do you want me to start? Or, sure, or sure. do either of you, like, sitting on something you're just itching to share? Not currently. Not bursting at the seams, so. No, okay. So, yeah, so, okay, I'll just start saying things. And if you, like, you know, chime in when when you think, oh, yeah, I've got something to say to that. So, interesting movie, because we are, again, we're post-Infinity War now. Or Infinity Saga. We're post-Endgame. Um, and it's the second it's the second film from the MC that's come out that's not a part of the Infinity Saga. So it's the third movie since Endgame, but Spider-Man Far From Home was technically considered like an epilogue to the Infinity Saga. Uh, we had Black Widow, and we've had three Disney Plus shows, three and a half, because what if is out right now but i don't think what if really holds any no it doesn't hold any weight in the mcu moving forward because they're all just kind of you know one-off what ifs (laughs) um but black widow also didn't really with the exception of a post-credit scene black widow didn't progress the story further at all because it all happened again with the exception of the post-credit scene it all happened in the past it all happened right after civil war so this is the first like post infinity saga progression film it's also the first one that is introducing us to new characters right it it's kind of forming that image of okay the next time we need to call together a crew a group that we're going to call we're going to refer to as the Avengers, what is that lineup going to look like? Who is who is going to populate that lineup? Um, so I think the movie's really interesting from that standpoint. Um, I have an idea. So going into this movie, aside from I'd heard a lot of really positive buzz, and it was doing really well at the box office, and it was doing really well in like Rotten Tomatoes and stuff like that. I was pretty disinterested going into it. Like having seen trailers and stuff, I was like, ah, okay. I've never really been like a kung fu or karate, like a martial arts movie guy. It doesn't interest me. I love seeing Jackie Chan do his thing as much as the next guy, but that was kind of, you know, that's kind of the extent of it. Um, but I would say my expectations going into this movie were pretty low. Um, what about you guys? Um, it's interesting that you say like you're not really into the martial arts stuff as much because that's actually like my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> like, yeah. I just I love that it was so different um, from the Marvel movies we've already seen when it comes to. I'll watch the action scenes in, like, Endgame and stuff, but I would much rather watch a choreographed martial arts fight than, like, a fist fight or a firefighter. Like, I find that much more entertaining, and I actually really liked that part of it. Well, and absolutely, and that was... The martial arts and the fighting was one of my favorite parts of the movie, too. I'm just saying going into the movie... Um, it wasn't like, you know, I wasn't thinking to myself, oh, finally we have like a, a, you know, a good martial arts 
MCU movie coming. It's just not like a... Mm-hmm. And I think to an extent, I think I'm a little protective of the MCU. I think, like, I don't... I'm feeling very similar to The Eternals. The Eternals, which is coming out, we saw a trailer for it at the beginning of this movie. Um, and there's been trailers circulating YouTube for a couple of weeks, months now. Um, it looks really good. But I'm also so skeptical of it because I'm like, ah, like, okay, Are they just straying got... too far? Well... And kind of... Is that what you mean? No, I mean, they have to branch out and they have to do new things and they have to grow the universe and they have to do all this stuff. But I think I'm just like, okay, there's this really super awesome exclusive club called the MCU. And there are these other people who I don't know, I'm not familiar with, I, I don't know anything really about you, and you're asking to come into my circle of trust. You're asking to be a part of the box set. Um, and I think that's, so I think new people in the MCU, new IPs in the MCU, uh, I think I'm just, I, I, I think I just approach them really skeptically, and I think it makes me kind of nervous. I think it's just something different, like something that we haven't seen before, like from the one we just watched and the Eternals that's coming. It They don't feel like MCU movies. Like they just, I don't know, there's just, they're, they're different. They feel like different universes than what we've seen so far. So I, I agree. I don't think... I don't think going into this movie, like from the trailers I'd seen, this didn't feel like the MCU. No. Did it feel like the MCU coming out of it though? Um, it had moments, but ultimately it felt entirely fresh and different. Right. And not in a bad way. It was just, I, you could have told me it wasn't a part of the MCU and other than like one or two things. I, I wouldn't have known. Yeah, like, especially just kind of the end scenes that they threw in there where they started to bring in right. MCU characters. Other than that, you'd almost never know so that it's had, an MCU movie. We had mm-hmm. one, two, three... Uh, in, the act, in the main movie, we had three characters who we've seen before. Uh, and then in the post-credit scene, which is a real the first post-credit scene. There's two post-credit scenes, and normally there will be like one post-credit scene that like intrigues you and is like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there'll be like one that's like a, just a goofy kind of little ah, oh, you know, someone's like, oh, I have a really funny idea. It'd be wouldn't it be right. cute if we shot this? Like it doesn't really matter, but both of yeah. these felt like they held some weight carried some weight um but we'll talk about those we will talk about those um so the characters that we'd seen before obviously wong Mm -hmm. dr strange's friend wong okay is that who that was because i i knew i recognized him (laughs) and i recognized his like red magic stuff yeah so he's he's one of the he's a sorcerer he's one of the you know he's yeah um, so, which is why, yeah, he, he does like the, the, the portal. He's got the ring. He's got the rings on, right? Like the, that allow, uh, okay. Not the rings because that's confusing. <laughs> not those rings. In this movie, not those rings, not but he's got that, rings. that like, they almost look like it's like a two finger ring or three right. finger ring. It almost looks like straight brass knuckles. Right. Um, and that's what he uses to like, you know, do his magic. Um, so we saw him. 
we saw when we first arrive at uh, the sisters' fight club, we see Wong fighting Abomination, who was the villain from the Edward Norton Incredible Hulk movie. So the guy (laughs) that was played, like, General Thunderbolt Ross's, like, special forces guy that injects himself with the, like, Hulk serum stuff and then turns into, like, you know, his, like, his vertebrae start coming out of his back and stuff and he turns into... So we haven't seen... He didn't die. He got arrested at the end of that movie. And we haven't seen him. I remember that movie. (laughs) We haven't (laughs) seen him in in a really long time. We haven't seen him since, like, 2008, 2009. Um, But the assumption has been that he's likely on the raft, which is that... Uh, out in the middle of the ocean, come up from the ocean prison that uh, that a lot of our heroes got locked up in at the end of Civil War. So it's kind of like right. Supermax, okay. but for for criminal supervillains and, right. and people with powers, people who need more than just solitary confinement. They need to be, you know, under lo- the ocean. Locked. They need to be <laughs> locked up under the ocean. The final person we saw, which was a total surprise. So we, I don't know if we knew Wong was in it. There was probably some reports of that. Um, Abomination showed up in the trailer. So we all knew we were getting the return of Abomination. Um, But Sir Ben Kingsley playing Trevor Slattery, which Brianne, you looked at me and you're like, who is this? And I was was kind of lost there too. Okay. Very lost. And you both asked me, well, Brianne asked me to explain it after she's like later can you make sense of this to me yeah and so yes i can because i felt like i was supposed to know who he was and i think i was like thinking too hard about it because i was just like i don't know this person so um and it's he's referenced before we actually see him in this movie so there's there's a moment where um the daddy daddy evil daddy supreme guy papa papa captain ten rings <laughs> is um he's he's got you know he's he's called a family reunion of the dysfunctional family everyone's sitting there around the dinner table and he's talking about um he's he's talking to katie and he asks her the name her name and then he goes on this whole like little monologue about the importance of names and all this stuff and he talks about how he's been referred to as a bunch of He's be re, re, over the years, over the thousand years, he's been referred to by a bunch of names, and he talks about how years ago uh, there was a um, there was a terror a, a, a American terrorist organization that um, appointed sort of like a figurehead and and tried to pass that figurehead off as him and gave him the name the Mandarin. And he's like, you know, they named him after a like chicken dish or something, you know, like Mm -hmm. it it makes a joke about it. Um, That's this guy. So if you remember Iron Man three, there is this Ben Kingsley is is in it as this guy, the Mandarin. And they keep there's like these these um, there's these terrorist videos. They like hijack, you know, the president's broadcasts and stuff. And it's like, you know. 
you'll never see me coming. And he's like this like really creepy, menacing terrorist guy. He's supposedly the guy that blows up Tony Stark's house and does all this stuff. Okay. And then Tony raids the house that the Mandarin is that they, you know they've tracked the broadcasting symbols back to. And the Mandarin is actually this British actor named Trevor Slattery who's like in bed with these like two women and he's like he's like oh bloody hell bloody hell and he's like cracking open a beer and it's like this whole and tony's like what you like you're a joke you're or like is this some sort of a joke you're a decoy and he's like a decoy no i'm an actor and he's like he's doing all this stuff and he's like i was in a really bad you know he's like well how did you fall in with these people and and trevor's like i was in a really bad place and i I, you know, done. I'd made a bunch of decisions that no man should ever make. There's no two ways about it, and um, and the drugs. And I was I was on a lot of drugs. And then they approached me, and Tony's like, and they promised they'd get you off of them. He said, no. They said they'd give me more, and like, you know. So that's this guy, and okay. so right he gets because when up. he comes in, he he does explain. I yeah. thought I was I thought playing I was, a terrorist, yeah. and so they recap mm. that just for anyone who I guess hasn't seen Iron Man three. And then there was also which they've ju- I noticed they just recently added this to Disney Plus. Now it makes sense why. So Disney Marvel for a long time was doing what's called one shots, and so you would go to you would go see your Marvel movie, and then when it would come out on blu-ray or dvd there would be in the special features there might be a one shot and a one shot was like a five or ten minute marvel short and there was a marvel short called um i don't know what it's called but it like it focused around him once he'd gotten to jail right so we realize that he's not actually the mastermind behind it aldridge killian is the guy who's like the extremist program and he's like breathing fire and he like f's up pepper pots and tony has to like you know undo it because now pepper's got this like arm regenerative ability that everyone else has and so anyways um so it's it's this one shot that that focuses around trevor in prison and the actual thugs of the actual mandarin who happened to be in prison say he wants you know he's not happy with you or like he's coming for you or something mm-hmm. like that and so this this movie is the payoff from that so daddy dearest is the actual mandarin and and had captured him and had every intent to decapitate him or disembowel him or whatever he was going to do until he started doing his macbeth and it became their gesture, gesture yeah so i think that was it was such a surprise to see him because not only do i certainly didn't know he hasn't been in any trailers that i've seen so they kept him a total surprise but he wasn't a cameo like when, when they walked in and he's like there and i'm like oh this is like a really crazy fun little cameo this is cute this is this this will be like a highlight of the movie and then he's in the car with them. And then because he's the only one that can interpret what Maurice is saying. Yeah. Right. And, then he's the, and then he's in the battle. And then he's like, so I didn't expect to see him. And I definitely didn't expect him to be like a, a yeah, key, key supporting character, character yeah. throughout this whole mm-hmm. film. So that was such a pleasant surprise and really did help tie things back. You know, he talks, he, he, he name drops with Iron Man. Yes. Right, he says an Iron Man came in and blew it all up and like does all this stuff. 
And so that was that was cool. So I get what you're saying. It it is definitely different. It's a genre of film that we have not seen in the MCU before. before sort of this like Chinese fantasy film, um, which is something the MCU is really good at doing. Like the MCU is chock full of different genre films, right? Ant Man is a heist film. It's like a good old fashioned heist film. Mm-hmm. But it's it bubble wrapped in this this wrapping of the MCU, right? And so this is just like this is no different than any of your like most of which we probably haven't seen because they're all like foreign Chinese films. Um, but it's no different than those. It just has the the MCU umbrella over it. So yeah, felt much different, but was also was tied back in in some really big ways. Yeah, I feel like we just missed some of those references. Yeah, they went over my head. <laughs> and that's fine. Sure. I'm sitting there geeking I'm, out. You're still yeah. you're talking to it and you, about it, and you just explained it, and I'm still like, hmm, I don't remember this. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, fine. That's fine. <laughs> With the actor, I was like, I get that this is funny, but I'm not sure I actually know why. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Um, okay. So I'm just I'm just gonna out and say it then. This movie at least for me, having gone into it with low expectations, having gone into it thinking, yeah, it's part of the MCU, so obviously I'm going to see it. It's going to matter moving forward. He's probably going to be a part of the next Avengers film when we get Avengers 5. Um, you know, but eh, yeah, I don't know. There's other movies. I'm far more excited for other movies. I loved this movie. It did definitely exceed my expectations. It was so good Mm -hmm. it's funny it has heart it has great action it has amazing visuals especially at the end like there was a moment where you know there's there's like there's like cgi and special effects vomiting all throughout this film but the one moment that like i literally i thought to myself i don't know when the last time i saw something on the big screen this stunningly beautiful was is when he's fighting with his dad and each one of them has five of the rings Mm -hmm. and so dad's got these blue electricity kind of rings happening and shang's got these like you know orangey kind of and there's just just the colors and the fighting and you're like this is breathtaking Mm -hmm. yeah it was so much fun what's your favorite part of the movie brianne um, I really enjoyed the fighting. Like, like you said, it was probably one of the things that I was, wasn't looking forward to the most. Like, it just didn't pique my interest. Um, but there's something so, like, it's, like, choreographed and it, like, it, it almost seems like a dance. It's like a dance. And yeah. there's just something so intriguing about it and just, like, I don't know. You just can't help but, like, watched and be engaged I in was... the fighting. And it doesn't feel like they're fighting. No. In some of it. It just, yeah. They're moving together. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely one of those things I was, like, watching it. I was like, man, I wish I knew martial arts. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is so cool. <laughs> so normal normal martial arts definitely feels, has that, like, this is almost like a dance feeling. Yeah, like, they're interpreting each other's moves. But which, and, particularly... Yeah 
Mm-hmm. the fighting style of the mother's village and and yes. the fighting style that is effective like the skills in fighting that you need to know in order to go fist to fist with the guy who's yielding the rings yeah. because there was like moments where they weren't even they're not even fighting him it's like it's he they're like simply moving along with him mm-hmm. and like gl- gliding his hands like just miss Mis- redirecting his own energy not even using his energy against him just redo it, it it was a it was like a very defensive fighting style versus an aggressive fighting yeah, style i noticed that um when he started training with his aunt um like he was going at it with this like high almost like aggressive energy and like the second she just like pauses and opens his hands he like switches from he just has this calm about him and his fighting style starts changing and he becomes better at it like the style he starts adapting and like um getting like their the village's style like of fighting and it's powerful because it's like you know she's basically he's like he's he's been taught yes an aggressive killing closed fist Yes. Make a fist and punch the person in the face fighting stance. And she there's I think there's so much. It's such a beautiful moment when she just opens his hand and she's like, you know, it, it it's like, no, we're not throwing mm-hmm. punches. I did really like that. That scene is like there was like a piece that washed over him. Almost, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Like yeah. He was like letting go of what his father had trained him like all that yeah Yeah. that style and i found their uh their style of fighting didn't even look like fighting like he is throwing punches and he's out of breath and then it would show her and she's like calm and she's smiling and she's like not even actually expending any energy and 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 it was so like it was there was something really Man, and maybe this is just Chinese culture and as like, you know, people of of fairly re- like lineage wise, fairly recent European descent were just like super uncultured in this sense. But like there was something so graceful about initially watching this not elderly, but but senior to him woman hand his ass to him Mm -hmm. like completely kick his ass and it was just like it it, uh, there was such a message in there that it's like strength means nothing right it it's it is a calmness it is a serenity it is it is whatever and your strength holds little value here and so that was really cool too right yeah yeah, obviously, I don't know much about, like, what the mental is behind, like, martial arts and stuff like that. But I feel like no. it has more to do with, like, control yeah. rather than yeah, strength yeah, 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 yeah. and power, you know? Yeah. yeah, that's so cool. Another really cool moment. And it was it's kind of like a, a blink and you miss it moment. But I was like, whoa. Like, I kind of wanted to... I sounded like Keanu Reeves there. Whoa. <laughs> Like, I kind of wanted to, like, really just, like, stop and pause and dwell on it for a second. But it's when... Because Katie kind of has her own... Like, in a lot of ways, Katie 
saves everything. If not for Katie and her archery skills, we would have been screwed here. But there's this amazing moment where this guy who she, this old guy who she kind of like forms a bit of a bond with, um, says to her, if you aim at nothing, you'll hit nothing. And that was so, I, it's like, it's so I, it was such a deep so, it was wise. so wise and then all of a sudden i'm like comparing it to my own life and i'm like you know it yeah. meant more than archery he yeah. wasn't just talking about arrows if you aim at something you might not hit it but if you don't aim at it you're definitely not going to hit it mm-hmm. and so like don't just sit so there and wait to hit it like yeah. you know and- i definitely thought katie was a really good supporting character though oh yeah and it was, was great that they gave her that like little yeah. end heroic end you know mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i think she was one of my favorite characters she's well cast too yeah aquafina <laughs> which i still don't understand no. if you're like if you're it's choosing a joke <laughs> well if you're like hmm i need a stage name and she's like looks down to that she's like drinking water and yeah. she's like looks down at her water and she's like huh i bet you if i change the spelling of this <laughs> but cool cool um fun sound soundtrack appropriate soundtrack it's like a very like you know asian chinese soundtrack no sure. nobody Can't noticed say i paid too much nobody attention noticed. to the soundtrack oh. yeah in movies i it's just background noise like what? i don't always that's not like, true I for mean, every movie no Titanic? definitely not there's definitely movies that i'll notice a certain sound every like, tim burton song, movie but if it's just instrumental in the background, I'm not always right. Really, but if it's it iconic, like of course, like you know, Terminator, where it's like Star Wars, Star you Wars. notice the music. Star yes. Wars, you definitely notice the mu- music. Um, Ghostbusters, right? Harry Potter, if it's like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, Harry Potter. Um, cool. Okay. Post credit scenes. So the first post credit scene we get is so the end of the movie wong shows up he's like you know shang and katie are sitting in the bar with their two loser friends and they're (laughs) like and then we save the world and some as i'm like as i'm hearing this i'm like this is comedic and fun but But maybe yeah this is like i get that you like your independent agents like you 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 don't work for the government so none of this is technically covert but maybe you just like you're on the precipice of being a superhero yeah and i mean you haven't decided whether or not you're gonna wear a mask yet like if you're gonna have a secret identity which no one in the mcu really does with the exception of previously of spider-man right but he's now man but he's now been outed no everyone he he outed himself like the the end of the very first movie movie he outed himself. right that's the whole thing he says i am iron man right yeah right he was out. So Thor is just Thor. Thor. Everyone yeah. knows that Steve Rogers is Captain America. Right. I guess for obvious reasons, like for obvious reasons, it's not even like Black Widow has a secret identity. People just don't know that Natasha Romanoff exists. And that's like, she's a very like mm-hmm. doesn't exist kind of person. Hawkeye, Clint Bart, again, he's like, I assume the agency is like protecting his identity pretty well. I feel like, I mean, they are key characters and they're key members in the team, but I feel like as part of, 
as far as the public goes, I feel like they're Spider-Man's, small names. Yeah, but like, Spider-Man not, is the big like. Like I mean, nobody. Black Widow yeah. and Hawkeye. Like, I feel like out of they're the not team. the main heroes. I, yeah, like, I, I guess like... an exception would be Black Panther. So the pub, the world didn't know that. T'Chaka and then T'Challa after T'Chaka's killed in that bombing. Mm -hmm. They didn't know that the kings of Wakanda were this, you know, or even really know that Wakanda is like Wakanda is just shrouded in all kinds of mystery all over the place. But um, so anyways, (laughs) so, uh, yeah, I just felt like "Eh, maybe sit on this for a minute. Like, why are you sharing all this right now? They probably thought, like, sharing it would do no harm because they're like, ah, oh, they're not going to believe us anyway. But I feel like, like you said, they're on the the start of something that is like, well, you know, they may not believe you now, but wait till the next thing happens. Maybe and just then... tell your therapist for now. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> um, So anyways, he calls them through. He's like, come, you have to come with me. And yeah. so they go. And so then the post credit scene is kind of like the follow-up to that, where they're standing there with Wong, and they're trying to unwrap, unravel, discover, make sense of the rings. Yeah. And we see Bruce Banner, mm-hmm. and we see Captain Marvel. Yes. And big for two reasons. One, it's just fun to see Brie Larson as, as Carol Danvers. Captain Marvel. It's fun to see Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner, but the last we left Bruce Banner, he had fused himself with the Hulk. He was Professor Hulk. There was oh, no right. Bruce Banner. Right. So this is looking at this, you're like, oh, what yeah, happened? What I, has happened? I didn't pick up on that, but no. I did notice that he his arm was in a sling. Yes, which made so. And I was like, hmm. Did, which, I was like, where did we leave him off? What happened? Like, is that a? Do we remember? Like, is that something we've seen? But which not like, yeah, and I don't think it is because it's been months and months and months since the last we saw him was Endgame. Right. And it's been a while since Endgame. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I mean, it could be. It could be like ramifications from whatever's pulled him out of being professor hulk or you know the day before they were supposed to come shoot this mark ruffalo broke his arm and like that <laughs> happen- unrelated that happens all the time and they're like oh, okay i guess you know I'll your characters in. Your characters in a sling i guess you know <laughs> it's such a fun post credit scene though because like it seems minor it seems like you know, oh, well, you know, of course, we're trying to figure out what, what, you know, what these are. And, and Wong says, because Wong, they keep their codexes, like, the sorcerers have kept pretty, they've kind of like, archived all of existence. And our understanding of like pretty limited with the multiverse, as we see in the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer, you know, um, Doctor Strange says the multiverse is a concept that we know um, embarrassing or scary little about, frighteningly little about. Um, So I don't think they know a lot about that, but they do, like, they're kind of the keepers of Earth. They kind of keep the Earth safe from, from any of the supernatural stuff. And, you know, so anyways, he says these rings 
have we don't have anything like these rings in our codexes so we don't know where these rings came from in the opening of the movie there's like a little they're telling the story and they kind of they're a little bit ambiguous about the origin of the rings they say some believe that the rings were pulled out of a tomb or taken mm-hmm. off the body of whatever or you know we don't really know there's there's a lot of disagreement on where the rings would have come from and so yeah wong's like we don't know and uh the Dr. Banner is like, this is has nothing to do with the Chitari, which is the alien race that um, attacked New York in the first mm-hmm. Avengers. Okay. Right. It has nothing to do with the Chitari because Bruce, Bruce is always from that to the scepter to like, they've always kind of been studying the, this alien like the race. alien technology and stuff yeah um and brie larson who or, or captain marvel carol danvers mm-hmm. who is you know obviously very intercosmic whatever right she she's the protector of many worlds is like i got nothing and i think this was so exciting because you know when the mcu started out we were all unaware of its potential we didn't know what it was going to turn into we didn't know what the mcu could be right there were just movies coming we would get like standalone 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 avengers movie standalone 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 avengers movie and then we had infinity war and endgame which was like this major culmination it was like wow these this mcu has really turned into something and and that's over and they've kind of wiped the table clean and they're starting again. And this really felt like that post credit scene really felt like the beginning of me, of, of my imagination getting to wonder and explore what is the next threat going to be? Where are we going to end up? So we're no longer worried about the Infinity Stones. We spent 23 movies finding, explaining, setting up and and causing mayhem with these infinity stones are these rings the beginning of because it says the rings are like sending a message to someone they're communicating with someone um and i think i i think a common theory is that it's galactus the destroyer the eater of worlds a guy who literally eats eats worlds for like that's what he does so he's big and he's bad and he makes thanos look like a joke um but yeah, it's just it's it's just so exciting. And will it take another th- twenty three films? So are you expecting a saga? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it'll be another even... yeah. And okay. will it take another twenty three films and 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 ten years? Who knows? Right. Eleven years? Who knows? Yeah. Um, I, I kind of hope. Like yeah, I'm on board found... for another. I'm on board for a, you know, <laughs> to be 50 like films. this is this is the forty eighth. <laughs> mcu film and holy crap and it's it's done five billion dollars at the box office because you know yeah but it's just it's exciting because it's like now we know the potential now we know what the mcu can be and how big it can be and how awesome it can be and and now we just get to have that excitement and see where they take us Mm-hmm. Now I'm not gonna nitpick, but I am gonna go back, <laughs> and I want to know. I want to know why, if 
Papa has been Papa. wearing these <laughs> rings and causing destruction with them for over a thousand years, and they've supposedly existed for even longer. How have, you know, the Avengers or whoever has been around just found out about them? They haven't investigated them before yeah. now. They That's haven't. Because I think he's, he's always been pretty <laughs> was he on, small. He was on the DL. Well, I think he's always been pretty small. Like, he's, like, effed up some gangs, and he's, like... yeah gained power and stuff but i think he's he's kind of like i think he's a smart guy right so first of all he's a smart guy right second of all so i think he knows you know like his if people don't know the 10 rings is kind of a quiet hush hush thing um but also for the last like most of his dickheadery happened before shang and his sister were born and since the and then he gave up the rings right for a for a while mm-hmm. right well he gave up the rings when he met his wife for so her. and and what would you say shang and his sister are in their 20s late 20s um yeah they must be because Mid-20s? i think he was he was uh 14 yeah, he would be about twenty four because yeah, yeah, he, about ten years. So he they're left like when he was fourteen, mid twenties, yeah. which means, and let's say the two were together for three or four years before that, before they had children. Mm-hmm. So for the last thirty years, he hasn't really well, been up to his shenanigans. Yeah, well, he he would have given them up for. 10 years approximately like if if we're going off the approximate three years before he he was born because he put them back on when he was about seven when their mom died he put them back on but i don't think think he was uh, yeah he he put them back on but i don't think he was doing the same crap that he was doing before yeah i don't think he was like well he went out and killed that dominant yeah he like took out the but again that's like a small you know yeah it's a small blip and and on the other side of the world over in china yeah that's probably what it is is he's been using them in china and until now we haven't seen mcu take place in china at all and and maybe maybe this whole time shield has been he's been on shield's radar Mm -hmm. for years um that yeah. wouldn't surprise me they maybe nick keep things quiet <laughs> nick fury knows all about him um but he just hasn't posed a global threat there hasn't you know it hasn't been like a we really need to get tony over there and take this guy out you'd right? think they would want the rings though yeah if they knew like about if anything, them they're like oh this guy's small peanuts but hey we want look at those rings. fancy <laughs> or or was you know had never been in a position where they were like we can take them on. We can take That's those true. Maybe. Maybe they just couldn't like, if you know, they wanted to. Yeah, it's yeah. better. Not, there's I, this. There's this force that if we provoke, we'll likely lose. And if we don't provoke, he's he's doing minimal yeah. damage. Mm-hmm. So let's not provoke him until we're <laughs> ready to. Yeah, I found that part of the rings to be quite fascinating. Just because, like, from the trailer, I don't remember like them showing much about the rings and what they could do no there's just a bunch of like flashy scenes with fun action shots yeah so i went into this movie being completely 
oblivious to like what the rings were and what they did so it, w- it was really fascinating to like finally get to see what they are and like i feel like there's still so many things we just don't know about them and what they can do yeah so and then interesting to see sister dearest is taking over no not that sister dearest shang's sister oh is, ta- is taking <laughs> in- i am sister dearest in- but <laughs> instead of instead of dismantling the ten rings is yes. retrofitting the ten rings. She's making I, it her new operation. Yeah. I was much more excited by that posting credit than the first one. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're like, okay, all right, yeah, yeah girl like, power. I found the first posting credit, you were like, okay, yeah, it makes sense that they're showing this, but it didn't really like get me excited for anything. Right. Whereas the second one, I was like, okay, okay we've got some females in here. We got yeah. like... <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to, like now having seen this... If they announce tomorrow Shang-Chi 2, I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm excited. Let's see where this yeah. is going to go. And I'm also super excited to see this guy play alongside Doctor Strange or any of... Mm-hmm. Like, I'm excited to see him... Mesh on with the, the group. On the team. Yeah. Yeah. He's got, like, a different, I guess, like, energy about him. Like, yeah. you were saying, like, warmth and heart and stuff. And I just... I think, like, his... His friendship with Katie brings a lot of that in. Like, yeah. we just get to see that. And I feel like we haven't seen... Like, there's always been some great friendships over the MCU movies, but this one just yeah. has a lot more heart, I feel like. I feel like the MCU, since Endgame, you know, the MCU started out as a pretty self-contained thing. So it was Earth. There was a little bit of celestial stuff with Thor. And then we got a little more, you know, the world as we know it got a little bit bigger when the Guardians were brought in. And we're like, okay, so space and there there is all these planets out there and life and all this stuff. And since then, with the series that we have, so Brenna, you've just recently watched, you've gotten caught up since Endgame. Yes. With the shows. And so now that we're clearly moving forward, part of the MCU, a big focus of the MCU is the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like between that, between the multiverse and, you know, inter, inter, like different, you know, it was like a different universe almost that they were going to to get to this village. They called it a different dimension. A different dimension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, so these mythical beings that we don't know about and dragons exist now and and so that's all crazy and then we and like souls the like soul sucking and stuff like that that's all been you know made canon and then even watching the trailer for the eternals and knowing, okay, mm-hmm. there's this group called the Eternals who have been here watching for thousands and thousands of years, and the only re- and 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 they're here as like the protectors of everything. And the only reason they haven't interfered is because they've been told not to. And like, ah, but now something's going to happen. The convergence, whatever that is. You're like, what is this is bigger picture? To, that is going like, to require mm-hmm. them to. And I just feel like the MCU is getting like, whereas before it was like, it was this thing that was like, you know, it got a little bit bigger and got a little bit bigger. And every yeah. so often we would introduce something that would like 
stretch out the the bag that that was the MCU. Yeah. Now I feel like that bag has ripped open or everything's is ripping possible open. now. Yeah. And it, things are getting nuts, and yeah. it's it's really exciting. But I think it's good that like had had you done it prior to now, it would have been too soon. It would have been too much. Mm-hmm. You had to establish all this stuff before mm-hmm. we were ready for okay now run with our imagination right because first we got aliens and now we have dragons and what who and, knows what else mythical creatures. all these other yeah. you know gods <laughs> we got gods before we started right. gods were the first thing we got right you know but they weren't even gods thor, right thor yeah. but it was if thor and loki and odin and and all this stuff but it wasn't even they weren't even gods they, like they very god is is not a term they've given themselves right god they talk about is what is what earthlings called us to like they idolized Mm -hmm. idolized us because we had more abilities and more powers and we didn't have the mortality that they had in a lot of ways and so then they like you know made legends about us and turned us into these idols and stuff so before we rank the this film Mm -hmm. do either of you have anything else that you know you thought during the movie, you're like, oh, shit, I really got to bring that up when, when we sit down and talk. Those large um, tusked lion creatures. You want one. I want one so bad. And <laughs> and the little thing with no face. And yeah, yeah Maurice. Yes. Maurice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, hope, I hope we see more. Uh, it's so silly, but I really do. And I never thought that I needed this until <laughs> this movie. I really hope we see more of Trevor Slattery. Because yeah. just like, you know, when he's like, I he's like a staple. lying dead on the battlefield <laughs> and Maurice is like, like worried about him. He's like, calm down, Maurice. It's, I, it's a performance. <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. acting. Yeah. I feel like I need to rewatch Iron Man 3. We got to rewatch. We're going to rewatch all of them. We got to, <sighs> we got to get all up that's, to snuff. That's quite the commitment. Yeah. I did it I'm, this summer. Fun. I did it this summer. Right. Yeah, it's not honestly like no, if you I, were to do, and I get the you know it it won't be one a night, right. but even if you did like one a week, if you do well, well if you do, <laughs> do if you do, let's say you do, let's say you do three a week, right? You're like two and a half months. Yeah, two and a half months, and you're done. You're no, cut I want to because there are some that I'm more familiar with, and then there's some that. I've probably only seen once right? and would have been like m- maybe when they first came out. So I'm just very unfamiliar with them. Yeah. You gotta. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so. yeah. All right. Do you have anything, Brenna? Nope. No. Okay. Brian. No. Scale of zero to 10. Oh, geez. How would you rank Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings? Uh, that is a good question. I don't know. Thank you. <laughs> I've asked it. I don't know. Like a hundred and fifty times <laughs> like, before. I don't know. I'm so bad at like rating things because I'm like, well, could it have been better? Okay. Probably, well, so you but... so okay. So Pete has yes a ranking system. A ranking system that makes no sense. No sense. It's kind of <laughs> stupid, but and he knows it. I feel like I don't feel like I'm you know stepping on his toes by saying that. He knows right. I think it's dumb, but. Uh, but dumb in a very like I would miss it if it disappeared kind of way. Okay. Uh, but basically, like, and I'm gonna butcher this, but like zero to three or four, 
you would if you were at the cottage and there was a vhs of right. it and it's raining if it's the only thing there then, then maybe, maybe <laughs> four to like six you know you're like something i don't know the next step uh, next couple of numbers you'd like maybe you'd you'd, you'd rent it you'd rent it but you, you you don't feel the need to buy it right uh, the next one is, yeah, you know what? You need a copy of it on your shelf because you want to be able to complete your collection. And you know, there's going to be times where you're like, yeah, you know what? We should watch, we should watch Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi. And you want it right, readily available to you. And then I think like 7.5 and up is like, I would get a babysitter. I would go pay again to see it in the movie theater because this is an excellent film and and I loved it. Um I wouldn't buy it, but that's just me. That's not a critique against the movie. Right. That's a you don't buy movies. <laughs> I don't buy movies. I buy all the movies to yeah, populate the shelf. Exactly. Um I I would say it ranks probably above like an eight. <laughs> You can't do just disregarded the rating scale altogether. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think it's like above <laughs> well, an eight. I'm not gonna go by Could be a 10. Pete's rating scale because it's it's fine if it works for him. But it does. But not there's work so for many me. boxes where I'm like, okay, I wouldn't buy it, but I that doesn't mean I want to rank it as a five. Right. I also I wouldn't go see it in the movie theater, but again. But that's just my Because you don't personal... want to spend money on it again. Well, and that's just my own thing against movie theaters. <laughs> what so... is wrong with you? Yeah, you don't like the movie theaters? I theater? don't. I'm it's probably not my seeing favorite it... way to watch a movie. <sighs> so I'm probably seeing it again this weekend. <laughs> right. In the theater. Right. So I'm excited, like, you know, and I'm, you know. Well, you like the movie theater. Yeah. So. The movies like, are where it's at. That I makes like, sense. Oh. Which I want to. Um, I will touch on this again, and we'll touch on something in a minute about okay. the theater experience we had tonight. But okay. So you're saying eight point five? I think eight point five. I mean, I could go higher, but I'm also I'll leave room for. Okay, go Like higher. I'm, I'm quite excited to see the characters again and higher. see the progression of their story. So, and I quite enjoyed it. So. Higher off the grid. I don't know. Okay. Go with that, Brenna. Okay. <laughs> in 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 half the time or less. <laughs> okay, I'll make it simple. Scale of zero to ten. I'm also going to give it an eight point five. I would buy it. Yeah. Just for the sake of having it. Yeah. But I can't say any time in the near future I'll be hanging around in the evening going, "What should I watch?" Right. And put it on. Right. But there was also no point in the movie where something was done a certain way or a line was said where i was like nah, i didn't really like that yeah, really? i liked everything yeah. that happened yeah so it was constantly in. yeah yeah um all right so question mm -hmm. does completionistism does that run in the family so for me what? So, <laughs> explain yourself for, so for me and this is just evidence that you don't listen to my podcast but <laughs> 
for me. So <laughs> I'm a, so, uh, so I'm a, you used to, you're uh, a, you support oh, me on Patreon. I know, but it was so much longer than I expected the first time I watched it there's or listened a, to it. There's a yeah. lot of them. Yeah, I like, fell behind and now there's just, there's, as, as my sister, you're up. like, you're like, oh, he's going to do this thing. It'll last what? 20 episodes. Yeah. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll listen to it. Um, <laughs> so for me, I'm a total completionist, okay. which means like, so Pete and I went to go, we're, there's a new one of these days because it's been pushed off like a year and a half at this point it just got pushed off again um but there's a new 007 film coming out and pete really liked the 007 films and so he's like well we got to do this movie and i was like well i haven't really seen any of them and so he's like okay well just watch the new daniel craig ones and i'm like excuse me no how many are there and he said well there's like 22 23 of them and i said well buckle up because the only way I'm doing this is if I watch all of them. The reason I could never get into Doctor Who now is because I would have to go back to like the 60s or something mm. when it started. When I first started playing Assassin's Creed, there was like the, they were on like the fourth game, but it didn't matter. I went on eBay and I started tracking down all of the Assassin's Creed games and I started from the beginning. So I can't jump into something halfway through and I also can't stand incomplete collections so for you you're saying like just to have it would you would you if you had some mcu movies sitting on your shelf would it ultimately burn a hole in your brain knowing that you know i don't have i don't have the mcu on my shelf not even a little. Not even. Okay, so that's <laughs> I'm totally I'm that way me. with books. Okay. But I'm not nearly as passionate about movies. You're very passionate about movies. I'm yeah. passionate about three movies <laughs> in the world. Walk the line. Walk the line. Wait, can I guess? Yep. Am I going to... Should this be obvious to me? I don't know. So, okay. So, walk the line. Mm-hmm. Another one. Music? No. No. Not but Titanic? Fo- no. No. Think another Walking Phoenix movie. Joker? No. <laughs> uh, Gladiator? No. Can I just tell you? No, no, okay. no. Another Walking Phoenix movie. What the hell? I don't think you're gonna Joaquin guess it. Walking Phoenix in? It's pretty obscure. Walking Phoenix is in. Oh, uh, Ladder Forty Nine. Ladder Forty Nine holds a dear spot in my heart. It's, and then you I will know watch what? that movie every single day if I could. It's honestly, <laughs> so good. So I cry. Every single time. I cry every day whether or not I watch Ladder 49. <laughs> and what's the third one? The Breakfast Club. Breakfast. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That would, we would have been here all day. Yeah. Uh, cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, I see, and I can't read. So movies is oh, all I have. well. Yeah. So the subtitled part in, parts in this movie, that was rough. I'm going to yeah. reach out to Mrs. Smith and have a <laughs> conversation kin- with her. My, my kin- I don't think they teach you to read in kindergarten. I think that's like a grade one. <laughs> okay, Ms. Lyons. My jolly phonics. I'm amazed that you... I don't know who you had for grade uh, one. We had all the same teachers. You had Mrs. I, Lyons? I had, yes. So, okay. And then Mrs. Black. And oh, then, I see. I never had Mrs. Oh, Black. No, well, we all, for you. everyone in the school was like, ooh, that kid's got Mrs. Black. That, <laughs> yeah. kid's, that kid is never going to be the same. Um, okay, cool. So, so you also gave it an 8.5. 8.5. Okay. So I'm going to give it a 9.2. Um, <sighs> because specific. I echo your sentiment in that there was nothing in this movie that I would have changed or done differently. Mm-hmm. There was maybe some stuff that I would have liked to see. There was like, you know, there was just like, ah, 
you know, I would have taken a little more X and I, and, and I can't even place my finger on it. So that's, and I also don't like to give tens because every time I give a 10 mm-hmm. and I've given a couple of tens, Pete is way more trigger happy with the tens than I am. Mm-hmm. And it always makes me feel every time he does it, I feel like it, 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 um, takes away his credibility as a movie like, ranking you're like Ooh, yeah 10. if and you it's give like, it a uh. 10 it's like you're saying okay this is my new favorite movie and some movies and i've given movies 10s and i've right. given black mirror episodes 10s because mm-hmm. i've watched black mirror episodes i think i gave the play test the one you haven't seen yet brianne mm-hmm. the one with um wyatt russell in it i gave that a 10 because okay. I was like, there's nothing about this I would have changed. This was amazing. Right. And so I, there's nothing that I w- that was in... There's nothing... I can't think of anything in Shang-Chi that I would have ch- taken out that mm-hmm. I didn't want there. But if I thought about it hard enough, I could probably come up with a couple of things that I would have liked more of or would have liked to... Like Abomination. Like, Abomination is in the trailer, and basically right. everything that you see in the movie is basically in the trailer. He's just a cameo. He's not, so you would have liked more of him? He doesn't even talk. He doesn't. Yeah. We've waited this long. Now, I think he is going to show up in the She-Hulk series, D- Disney Plus yeah. series that we're going to get. That I, makes hope. Sense. I hope. I yeah. hope. Uh, but we'll see. Um, so I gave it a 9.2. Speaking of theater experiences, I just want to touch on this really quick, because the last movie that we went to go see together brianne Mm -hmm. uh we saw with tina who was that my co-host for the suicide squad episode um and we saw it in dolby atmos sound right and ultra avx projection the movie we saw tonight so at the theaters that we saw this at uh this movie was available in dolby atmos and ultra avx but only also in a 3D option. And I didn't even think that was still a thing. I'm so over 3D. I oh, have yeah. no interest. I Actually, and you know what? I thought about it. And when I saw that it was in 3D, there was a moment where I was like, I, I haven't seen a movie in 3D since like 2017. I think yeah, the last 3D it's... movie I saw was Avatar. And so I had a, so I had a little bit of... The first time? Yeah, <laughs> so I had a little... Uh, there was a moment where I was like, hmm. I wonder... Yeah. I wonder if maybe it's been it's like better. five years since mm-hmm. I've gone yeah. and seen a movie. So maybe a movie that I care about less when we go see, you know, maybe when we go see Venom 2, if that's, if it's an option to see in 3D, maybe we'll give it a try. I mean, it, I do care about Venom 2, but, it, Yeah. You know. I do think, though, this movie, if 3D is in fact better. There were some 3D moments. This movie would have been fantastic in with 3D. the rings the, and, or the water and, the, and like oh, when the yeah. water like floats around them. Or there was a couple of shots where when the sister has that knife on yes. a rope, I'm mm-hmm. like this this was shot to be yeah. seen in 3D. So maybe the next time you see it, maybe maybe mm-hmm. I don't know, we'll see. Um so anyways, <laughs> I but so I want to say Right. There were moments in, like, even it, it, right when the movie started, compared to the Dolby Atmos and Ultra AVX. Brenna, you've seen both. You've seen a Dolby Atmos with, like, the all, like, there's, like, 80 speakers in the theater mm-hmm. and the place just shakes and rumbles. And yeah. the Ultra AVX, which is, like, the extra bright projection and, you know, whatever. Right from the start of this movie, when the, when the, like, Marvel 
thing logo was happening and the Marvel music started to play, I I instantly thought to myself, this movie's not loud enough. <laughs> and and I I adjusted to it, but it wasn't until about halfway through the movie. And I, there were several moments in this movie. There was never a moment where it was hard to hear. But there'd be action shots with like fist fighting and sword blades cutting through buses and stuff. And I was just like, there are sound effects and things that are happening that I feel like are supposed to have like big sound impacts. And they're not. It feels really weak and just not there. Did anyone else? Is that just me? Um, I didn't pick up on that while watching it like i didn't i wasn't watching it and having the same realization as you of being like oh i wish this was louder but now that you say that i it was missing that but i do find the adobe atmos sound system too loud in a lot of cases yeah so like what i'm I'm like that old lady who will cover her ears during the loud parts because it's just too loud. <laughs> so you know that I have problems with trusting structural integrity of things that are obviously very structurally sound. That's right. So I don't like when I can feel shaking mm. from sound. It really scares me. I think the theater's going to collapse. <laughs> so I I actually liked that it wasn't too loud. <laughs> yeah, I was... Uh... I was Even though that's like, <laughs> especially because I'm like a student of sound and how sound works, and that's yeah. got nothing to do. With I even mom even was making happen. fun of me the other day. She was reminding me of when they moved me into college, and we put like three totes of things in the van, and the whole drive to Kitchener. I was like, I think the van's overloaded. I think we've got too much weight in the van. Like, I don't know if this is good. <laughs> like, I just get very yeah. Have you ever seen someone about this? Because <laughs> like. Some therapist could make a lot of money off of you. My therapist does make a lot of money off me. (laughs) Um, Okay, so the other thing is the Ultra AVX projection. Uh, Any of the bright scenes, any of the scenes once we got to the village and all this stuff, they were very bright, they were nice, they were wonderful. The first little bit of the film, though, there were shots like when they're in the nightclub, like anything that was like in the dark or was like in his apartment or like when they were still in San Francisco, where I just felt like the projector is not very bright. Like the the dark scenes aren't just dark. They're kind of dark and like washed out. And like it's just not a very vibrant. Like I feel like there's colors and lighting in this movie that I'm missing out on and can't appreciate. And it's because I'm not seeing this in Ultra AVX. I think I did have a few moments where I felt like, I th- especially near the end where the two beasts are fighting in the air yeah. and it gets a little dark and cloudy. I found I couldn't even really quite depict what was going on. Yeah. I was just seeing a lot of dark movement. And I think this comes down to, I was saying to Tina when we went to go see the other one, I kept like talking up Dolby Atmos to her and I was like trying to explain it to her. And I said, it's not even like, like we've been, you and I, Brenna, you and I saw the first Suicide Squad movie in D-Box, The Moving Seats. Right. And, um... And that felt gimmicky. Mm-hmm. It it felt I don't like enjoy it that. felt like an add on. Like mm-hmm. enjoy it or not, it feels like an add on. Three D feels like an add on. 
the the theaters with the leather reclining seats feel like an add-on. It feels like a like an upgrade. But Ultra AVX and Dolby Atmos, the only they to me don't feel like add-ons. They just feel like the proper experience. And it makes me going and seeing a movie without those feel like, you know, it's not like, oh, this is this is a movie without the Dolby Atmos sound upgrade. It it feels like, oh, this is a movie with shitty movie theater speakers. Mm. Like this is like a movie with a, like, I feel like I'm they, an Owen sound. Have they intentionally the Yeah, like a smaller <laughs> movie theater. Yeah. Like have they intentionally turned this down so that next time I think to myself, yeah, see, that's what I get for not spending the extra money and getting <laughs> Maybe. the Atmos, Maybe you're right? onto something. I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> I think it's... You know, so, Brianne, mm-hmm. movies, TV shows, whatever, in the last seven or so days, what have you been watching? Um, Not much. Uh, I have not watched any movies. I have been... I've been watching this new show. That's not true. What have we watched? Oh, like, oh, right, right, right. Um, sorry. Uh, we watched Cruella. Yeah, the, the Emma night. Stone Cruella. I have not um, seen that yet. So, do you want me to discuss that? Yeah, just like, just okay, quickly, what brief. did you think of it? Um, I was really excited about it. It did not meet my expectations in a lot of ways. I think the, all the dogs in it are are uh cgi and not very well i would say mm. so they're i i don't know i found them like just really i think a lot of the times wink is an actual dog sometimes but a, a lot of it they are cgi and it's it's very distracting it, it uses a combination yeah it's very distracting and it was i don't know i don't know it just like I think uh, the best part about it is uh, Emma Stone's performance, like hands down. So that it was still good. It was a fun movie. Um, it had a lot of uh, I don't know. There, uh, anyway, um, it was good overall, <laughs> but um, just different than what I was expecting. I think. Um, and then I think that's the only movie I've watched. And then I have been watching the show called Manifest on Netflix. I've seen that advertised. Yeah. Is it good? It it is good. Um it's basically about a plane that disappears for five and a half years and then comes back. Oh, and someone so, told me about this. So for the passengers on the plane, the trip was instantaneous. So mm. it were, so it's like they don't it know was anything a three happened. hour flight for them. So for them it's been three hours. And they land, and then they find out actually it's been five and a half years later. So it's it's interesting. Been there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, when that happens. So it's interesting, and like, but then, anyway, it has some like lost vibes to it. Mm, I haven't seen that either. Okay, <laughs> but so it's anything. like okay. So it's just kind of like it's got the mystery and just kind of like okay, what's going on? Why is why are certain things happening? So it's good, but it also could get bad really fast. So not, oh. sh- not sure yet. <laughs> we'll see. So yeah. Cool. That's it for me. That's it? Yeah. That's all I've been watching. Really? 
Yeah. You haven't you haven't watched like the first episode of a new series like last night or something? What did we watch last night? <laughs> she was asleep. Yeah, we watched- oh yeah, I am Mandalorian. <laughs> we watched the first. You right. haven't seen Mandalorian, so yes. we watched the first episode of Mandalorian. It um it didn't interest me, <laughs> but even after I'm- you mean you like even watching the first episode, you're like eh. Yeah, but I mean. It's also just the first episode, and generally speaking, it takes several episodes of a show, in most cases, for me to uh, to be into it. So That's fair. We'll see. Brenna, so what'd show. What you watch this week? Well, like I mentioned to you guys earlier, I've been watching Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Rewatching it. I haven't. Mm-hmm. I've never seen an episode. No point in you watching it. Okay. No, it's... I don't think you would enjoy. It. No. All right. I'm going to start it tonight. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Text me. Let me know what you think. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Um, And then movies. In the last seven days, I have watched Ladder 49. (laughs) And how many times would that be? (laughs) Only once. No, No, in in total. total. Oh, in total, I have no clue. There's no no running tally. (laughs) Yeah, I'm scared soon my computer's just going to be like, no more. (laughs) You've been cut off. (laughs) If you had to, because I know you do, I know this is like often just on. If you had to wager a guess, like ballpark, like round to the nearest 10, Mm -hmm. how many times have you pressed play on the movie Walk the Line? Um, probably between 20 and 30. Oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was thinking, I was thinking like 70 or something. <laughs> no. No. Okay, cool. Because it is, it's a longer movie. So you have to have some commitment. It is. Yeah. Well, yeah. It can also be one of those movies that you just have in the background. 30 is still no, a no. lot. No, I must focus and okay. sing every song, okay. feel every emotion. Yeah, you need to, <laughs> if you're going to get rhythm, you got to get rhythm. Yeah. Um, 30 is still a lot. It is. That's yeah. still more than once a year. Your oh, yeah. Life. There was a little while there where I was watching it like once a month. <laughs> that was okay. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Don't underestimate me. <laughs> for sure. Uh, cool. All right. Um, so my what I watched list is somewhat similar to Brienne's. I haven't been watching Manifest, uh, but I watched Cruella. I watched The Mandalorian. Um, and I have still been working through. I'm nearing the halfway point in my journey to rewatch Friends. For like the umpteenth. Time. Oh yes, yeah, I I'm did like that. On season five. I think I rewatched it in probably less than a month. Twenty minutes that's flat. Awesome. Yeah, just kind of. She was so like, good. we watched the reunion, and then she was like, okay, I the know what my week's going to be. I actually haven't watched the reunion. Uh, Ooh, you need to. What are you yeah. doing after this? It is uh, sleeping. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is quite magical. Yeah, will, I would have. To it'll say. make you cry. But yeah. where do I find it? Is it on Netflix? It's on Crave. 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 Will be worth getting it just for that's that. A, that's, yeah. How many times can we say Crave? Does Crave want to sponsor us? Yeah. Crave? <laughs> crave? It's on Crave. It's on Crave. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. Because I have my YouTube thing, I'm like, you know, I, I'm like the thing that like pops into my head. I don't know how many times I've said thank you for liking, commenting, and subscribing. Which I mean, kind of, maybe kind of. like the, it, like it, it share it, it, share this around. There's like any I don't of know. those things you can do, do them. Yeah, down below there's like some social media links and shit. I yeah. don't know. There's Interact. Some stuff there, yeah. Buy a shirt. Buy a mug. We sell stuff. Buy a Patreon. Support us. Support us. 
on Patreon. And speaking of my YouTube channel, there's also a link to that below if you want to see me play some some farming games and, and no, you a want to game with a bunch of cannibalism and mm-hmm. some detective games and Back to the Future and a little bit of Minecraft Dungeons and lots of what stuff. What don't you do? Um, spend time with my friends and family. Oh. <laughs> I'm either doing a podcast or YouTube or school or work. Uh, dismal <laughs> existence. Anyways, yeah, I'm uh, I'm totally jazzed on this movie. And it's got me like it's got me re it's got me re excited, rejuvenated for the MCU moving mm-hmm. forward. We took a we took a two year break. We got a good, we got our, our shows and stuff, but like really it it's been a while, right, from like our three to four movies a year release schedule of the MCU. And so things slowed down. We're getting back. We got two more this year. Two more. The Eternals and then Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm. Um, And then like at least one more Disney Plus series in the Hawkeye series, uh, which was set up for us in the post credit scene of Black Widow. When, uh, spoiler for Black Widow, when um, Black Widow's sister, adopted sister, sort of, Mm -hmm. is uh, Mm. standing at, at um natasha's grave and the chick that we see kind of give um um u.s agent john walker the the rejected captain america (laughs) you know she's kind of like so that's a thing in the mcu right now too we're like okay who is she and what strings is she pulling and how is she gonna factor into all of this and like there's just so much exciting stuff moving forward and 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 more content in the MCU than we've ever had. I'm so excited. I'm just kidding. Keep going. <laughs> That's all I know. That's all you know. Yeah.